0: Good afternoon. It is straight up noontime on a Saturday. It's a hot Saturday in the ICT, Wichita, Kansas. And I have another episode I'm about to pop off on this A-Train Sports Talk podcast. Once again, good afternoon. This is yours truly, Anthony Smith. I want to say thanks again to my guest from yesterday head coach of Northwest High Grizzlies football team, Steve Martin. And I'm going to have another guest on here in a few minutes. And I just want to say, you know, that I have been very fortunate and blessed to be around radio. Uh, the only station I've been involved with is, uh, section here in town, KGSO, and I've got to meet lots of people that I wouldn't be able to meet, and I'm, the reason I'm so, because I'm just a simple board op guy, I'm that guy that when there's a game on the radio, or maybe not so much nowadays, but in times past, I'm that guy that's basically behind the scenes only way you'll know what I'm doing is if I do a Facebook post or do a Facebook live and show you I'm at the studio. But I'm the one that pushes the button. I guess you could say I'm a facilitator of live stream. I've been called technical producer. I've been called technical engineer. Because as well as the guys sound on the radio calling the games, if I don't do my job back at the station. Then a lot of times the people be like, "What's going on? Why can't they get this stuff together?" Well, you know, it takes people like me that's behind the scenes to make it run out just right. So I've been blessed to be in that capacity. And earlier in the week, I had another friend of mine's on named Rick Thomas, who has his run the table. He was also on the radio. He allowed me to come in and sit in on his show, do the whole two hours with him on several occasions. That's how I in basically that's how I came up with it, how I had the name A Train. Uh, actually I called in on the morning show and the name A Train was born on that because there's a morning show called The Game Plan. And it was a guy I believe it was Wild Man Willie. Called me the A train and that name just stuck. So you know being in radio has open up some doors for me to meet some people. I've had the opportunity to meet the legendary Lou Holtz and that was courtesy of a Scott Styles. They had an event going on at Newman University called My One Life and there was plenty of people on there. Uh, Jody Adams Birch, she was a keynote speaker. Lou Holtz was the high, keynote and highlight speaker. Uh, it was just an event that had I not been around people in radio, so That's really the basis of why I'm doing a podcast, because now, as I've started this in some of my podcasts, I've been able to reach out to some people, and they have said, I'll be glad to come on. So, the ones that have been on thus far, I am very thankful. Even just a regular caller like David Mitchell, we just regular callers, he worked as a board out, too. Uh... He's been on my podcast. Sam Speck, Anthony George. These are young and -and up-and-coming guys working on the sports scene at KGSO. Uh, Andy Hoosier, who really not a sports person, has his own voice of reason. He's joined me on my podcast. Uh, Here just recently, Steve Martin, uh, Rick Thomas. I mean, I've had some people. And right now, as we speak, I have another young man that's joining me on my podcast, one who's letting me sit in with him while he was here in Wichita. And me and him, we, he could just say something and I i would catch it and I'd throw it right back. We had that chemistry, really uns, totally unscripted. I'm talking about my good friend, my brother from another mother, Jason Marks. Jason, how are you doing? Well, I'm 53 years old, so you know, uh, I'm almost 53. So, you know, you're still young. <laughs> I'm doing all right, and I'm glad to have you on because uh, we're just gonna make this like old times. Now, you're you're down there in the south, if I'm correct, uh, sweet home, yeah. sweet home Alabama, huh?
1: Twelve years of the radio grind. That getting away from it. it this has been the this has
0: been the happiest five months of my life. I can't tell you. Well, see, it's because of radio that I'm doing the podcast, and I get to reach out to people uh, like you, who was also influential on me being involved in radio. Because, like I was saying, prior to you calling in, I was just a simple old board op. But you allowed me to sit in the studio and actually run my mouth on a microphone. Along with uh, I'm gonna go ahead and reference this one. Do you like sports? Do you like Wichita sports? Now, y'all, I did that for a reason because this guy Jason, he took a commercial that was already made by the guy that originated it, and redid it himself, and aired it on his last day at the station.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was my last. Uh, that was my last little rib at Paul Savage, who was my co-host on the press box at KGSO because, you know, the guy guy really liked to talk over me at times, and sometimes I just had to put I, I will remember, I do remember probably one of the funniest moments, and also, you know, probably a lot of mental fatigue had to do with this, too, but when we were at the, when we were broadcasting live from the NBC World Series at Lawrence Dumont, which is I understand no longer there in Wichita, Kansas, but uh, a new baseball field and a new Triple A team has come into town, which is great. But you know the Wichita wind I it kind of makes sense. But I have to say that it doesn't compare to a name like the Rocket City Trash Pandas here in my hometown. I'm just going to just throw that wait, out there. Wait,
0: the well, Rocket City, funny. the Rocket City, who?
1: The Trash Pandas. The Rocket City Trash Pandas. That's our team out here in North Alabama.
0: You know what? That name could have worked even back in the days of the Negro League Baseball League. <laughs> it,
1: probably, it probably could have. It, pro- <laughs> it probably could have. But, uh, well, the Trash Pandas actually was just like one of these Internet memes that came out, like alternative names for animals. And, the you know, the raccoon got deemed the Trash Panda. And it's kind of a nice little funny name for the kids. And, you know, it was, it was probably – there was like ten choices for the name. I think one of them was like moon possum and space chimps. And I'm sitting there going, Yeah, this day and age those are pro those are probably not gonna work. But you know, trash pandas was the one that I kinda of thought of. I was like, yeah, I could see that I could see that going. And we had a you know, got a nice brand new field out there in the in the Madison, Alabama area. But, you know, because of COVID nineteen, you know, we're not gonna have my early baseball this year very unfortunate for uh, Wichita too because yeah I'm pretty sure that there was a lot of excitement uh, you know with the new stadium that was being built right where uh, Lawrence Dumont was and uh, you know Wichita getting some minor league baseball back uh, for the first time in a really long time a
0: long time right and,
1: and I I hate it and, and, and I really hate it for them too because you know, you know baseball is watching the NBC World Series you know that was actually just just to sit back and kind of watch it while you weren't working, it was actually kind of relaxing. I was hoping to actually uh, make my way back up there, you know, Well, it was either gonna be this year or next year, it's probably gonna be next year or the year after that. Just to go out there, you know, just to go out there and see it. Probably, you know, you
0: know, hit
1: up or hit up a boy David Mitchell and, you know, have a you know, maybe have well, probably not a few Coronas, but you may be a few adult <laughs> beverages. Uh, yeah, there. no very <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't, th- I don't think uh, you know having a Corona is probably the best thing in twenty twenty right now. Right, I don't even but
0: think that name is socially acceptable no more. So it had to be something like a Modelo's.
1: Yeah, <laughs> a, a Modelo's, a Miller Lite, or you know, or Jose you know, Cuervo like, you know, or
0: something you know, like that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now one of my uh, and now one of my new vices now a uh, vanilla Coke and uh, old smoky pecan whiskey. It's fantastic, but anyways. Back to, back to what I was going to say about my funniest moment with Paul Savage was uh, I remember just, I don't know, I was just kind of like just mentally tired for the day sitting there watching the game. And Paul just kind of like, you know, just, he just throws me for a loop. And he's like, well, why don't you do some play-by-play for me for us here on the air? And I'm sitting here like, you son of a bitch, you really going to put me on the spot like that? And so I did it, but then I added a little nice little wrinkle to it. I am like, okay. Well, now since I did mine, we're gonna do yours now, and he kind of he kind of balked at it a little bit. I was like, I'll tell you what, I'll do it for you. I'll just do it for you, and that's when I went with a slide and a wrist strike three. You know, sounded like Will Ferrell's drunk Harry Carey in a way. <laughs> right? Which, which speaking up, which actually speaking up, going back to the Trash Pandas, Harry Carey's grandson is actually the play-by-play Playboys. Were the Trash Pandas. They picked him up this year. Josh Carey. Okay. met him a couple of times. And uh, we actually, they actually, the, the Trash Pandas actually did a thing. That it's, uh, if you know the game, then it'll be the show on your PlayStation that they actually did simulations of the games that were supposed to be scheduled. And as a, uh, you know, as uh, the business I work for now is a sponsor of the Trash Pandas. And he invited me to come on during that to talk about you know, what we do at one love and everything like that. It was it was actually it was actually a lot of fun to uh, be able to do that. So I dabble a little bit in media every once in a while. I just a couple a week or two ago I uh, spent a whole week with uh, former co host Harti Shea who has a podcast now called the Artie Shea experience. I dabbled in on that people have asked me, like uh you to get you gonna get into the podcast game, or are you gonna do anything like that? And uh, really, to tell you the truth, uh, I'm kind of I'm kind of happy where I'm at right now. I'm, I mean, never say never, but right. you know, that's just kind of like I'm. I'm not, yeah, you know, I'm not really. I kind of like this, you know, dabbling in, you know, coming on podcasts like yours and just kind of poking my head every every once in a while and just kind of pouring gasoline on the fire. It's a
0: lot of fun, right? And you know, like I was sharing before you called in, I was telling people the reason I'm doing a podcast because. I've been exposed to radio. When I met you, that was my, this is my second go-around with KGSO because uh, let's just say I, I did something that's a no-no and I can see it now because uh, some of those people aren't there. But uh, I was working one night. It was a Newman University basketball game. And Wichita State was playing that same night. The Newman game was almost over, so I got the volume down low in the studio so I can still hear when I'm supposed to go to my commercial breaks. And I had another radio in there because I wanted to get in on Mike Kennedy's show. So I called into his show, you know, his pregame show. And not knowing that the guy named Todd Johnson was listening and he wasn't too happy about me doing that. And eventually, I had to turn my keys into Joe Navarro. <laughs> oh, this was this
1: before I got here. This was
0: way before, before you got here. Okay, it, it was uh, way before I got let, here. Let, let, me me let me tell you who was still working there. Chris Allison was working there. And Chris Allison, God bless him, he would even let me come in and sit in and watch him do his show. And would say two words, maybe three at the most but I got to see it and watch how he did the show. So, you know, being exposed to radio is what influenced me to now do my podcast, which I'm so grateful to have people like, I had uh, uh, Rick Thomas on the other day. You might know him, he's from T95. Then I had the Northwest High football coach on yesterday, Steve Martin, and today I have you on. These are are people that influenced me that I was in radio with, and now I'm talking to you guys on my podcast. So that's what got me to do this. So You know, I even talked to Chris Allison and he said he's willing to be on board with me. So it's people like you that have influenced me in this direction because now I don't have to worry about looking at content right now to say, well, this is what I'm going to talk about today. It's better when I have guests on. So now you're down there in Alabama, SEC country. What is the football season shaping up to look like? Because I'm hearing a lot. I know the Big Ten already got the wave going. Conference-only games. Pac-12 has decided they're doing conference-only games. So, what is the SEC looking like? Because it looked like most conferences, especially a P5, they're looking at having a season, but we know it's not going to be normal. So, what is it looking like in SEC country? And who's the odds-on favorite? Well, uh, looking at
1: that, you mentioned about the Pac-12 announcing their decision to only play conference games, which the Big Ten did the other day. The Ivy League is just pulling out entirely. But the Pac-12 decision already affected the SEC because Alabama was set to open up against USC, and now that doesn't look like that's going to happen since they're eliminating conference games. So the SEC is already being affected by it. But to answer your question about how it looks in SEC country, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you two perspectives, two quick perspectives on this, and it's what they want to happen, but what is likely to happen. That's that's the two. What they want to happen is they want college football to be played coming up in 2020. Because if you already look at the NCAA, they are colleges already took a hit with not having an NCAA basketball tournament this past March. Right. right. So that led to a lot of non-revenue sports being cut by some of these mid-major schools. Now, I say that to say this, because I'll give you an example. When the revenue reports came out, LSU football made $56 million in revenue last season. They basically covered the gambit for every other non-revenue sport that there was. That is how important college football... Not just in the South, but really for a lot of athletic programs around the country, because they're getting into the football game because they want they want that money, and football is not cheap to cheap to run. Which is why Wichita State will probably never get a never get a football team uh, back you know, for the first time since nineteen eighty six. I know there's been like thirteen or forty like pushes to do it, but I am not, I'm not that optimistic that will happen. I think that Darren Boatwright out there at Wichita State, they're pretty Mm -hmm. content now that they're joining the the, the AAC, which I still think, in my opinion, was a very good move. Yeah. That, you know, the deal was that, well, well, you're not going to get a football program to join this conference. Darren Boatwright, the guys at Wichita State, and even Greg Marshall were okay with that. But I think that, you know, the SEC definitely wants some kind of football To be played, but I'll say this too. Now that the fact that the Big Ten and the Pac-12 have already came out and they've said we're only going to play conference games, and today is July the 11th when we are recording this, the fact that that decision is already being made right now is very concerning for me for this college football season, because back a couple of months ago, you would have looked at like they're going to find a way to have college football because around that time the numbers were coming down all across the country, especially here in Alabama. We were we were in a stay-at-home order from from March to close to May, mm-hmm. like the beginning of May. And I don't think and, that was
0: the norm around the country.
1: Yeah, and and I was blessed, fortunately, that I was still working in that time and getting a paycheck because I'm going to tell you the truth. It was kind of scared the hell out of me too because i was like, well, I just left a 12-year career, and now I'm going into this, and we could be sh- we could be shut down, and I'm not getting a paycheck, and I have to look, you know be, you know look into being an overnight stalker at Publix or something like that because that's the only thing that's the only thing that really you could get right now. But I was very fortunate that we were that we were still able to be open for business and be open for our patients, but. Around that time the numbers were coming down because everybody was having to stay at home restaurants and bars were shut down and everything like that then some states decided to open which I understood exactly why they you know, why you do that because it's just not economically sustainable for everybody to stay at home and not work or not run their business mm-hmm. but now that the numbers are kind of the numbers have come up a little bit we're having mass ordinances of being being ordered here, you know, here in Alabama and even north of Nashville in Tennessee. Some of the counties are doing that. So with those numbers that they continue to rise, then you look at you know, MLS has just started back. The NBA is going to be starting back, but they're going to be in a hub. Major League Baseball is supposed to be starting back at the end of the month. But as far as college football is going and – with the fact that two power fives are already making decisions that they're just going to, you know, they're just going to blow out their conference games and just stick to conference play this early. It, it's very, it, you should be very concerned that for the college football season in 2020, the fact that has happened.
0: And saying that, how does that trickle down to the high school level? Because I talked with uh, Steve Martin from Northwest yesterday and, you know, he has a glimpse of optimism, but he says even if they have to play the game without fans in the stand, he says he's all for that because he wants his seniors to have that season. So, you know, it'll be a different atmosphere because their first game of the season is always the battle for the west side now, them against Bishop Carroll. And that atmosphere, whether it's at Bishop Carroll Family Stadium or at Northwest, is Almost like a couple of steps below a college atmosphere, but above a JUCO atmosphere. So his thinking is, even if we have to play with no fans, I want that for my seniors. So how does it look around there in Alabama for high school football?
1: Well, right now they're 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 hopeful that they're going to have a season, and it's interesting that you bring that up because, and we're we're gonna we're gonna sidebar this in a little bit because. I have watched professional wrestling, and I haven't delved into it as much, but I'm sure that you do as well. But I'm going to give you an example for that in just a moment. But to kind of dab into your question there a little bit, and as far as the, the, the coach that you had on, I agree with him. I think that if you're going to have a college football season in 2020, while this pandemic is still going on, that may be the only way that you really will be will be able to do it he's absolutely right because you know those seniors you know those seniors are they're not gonna get a extra year of eligibility like they would if they were in college and in the NCAA where we saw that with some of the basketball players because there was no tournament and the season got sh- got cut off like right during championship week. So he's absolutely right. You wanna give that to the seniors. There's some seniors all over the country that didn't have a baseball that didn't have a baseball season and I played baseball in high school, and that would just be the worst feeling in the world. And your last chance to play a game like baseball and have it shut down because of the pandemic, it's, it's, it's a terrible feeling. So if there's going to be a way, the last resort, because we've already seen it in soccer with Bundesliga and Premier League, they're now playing without fans right now, and it's a, it's a very eerie feeling. But at the same time, you're still you're still at least getting some kind of sports and you're getting to watch it. It may not, you know, you, it may not be because, you know, the crowd kind of takes a lot out of it, but at the same time, it's better than nothing. So I think that the last, you know, the worst case scenario that, and I think that at the uh, Alabama high school athletic association here is looking at that, that they could be the possibility of just uh, playing without anyone anyone in the stands, and you might have to get a radio broadcast, a, a live stream somewhere on Facebook Live, or, you know, a prep score, or whatever those websites are, that may be your only way that you might be able to watch it, but at the same time, you know, those kids are still going to get that experience. It's going to be a weird one, but they're not going to be deprived of it, so I agree 100% with Coach that, you know, if there's a way to do it, that's the way to do it.
0: So I guess the slogan would be taken from Nike, just do it. Just do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Just just do it. So, Jason, this pandemic, they were dealing with racial issues and changing of team names. Now, I'm going to lead in with this, and I'm also Put a break point right here that way I can slide the sponsorship in right here. So I'm just going to say this for the record, then we're going to go ahead and move on. We'll be back after this word from my sponsor. Okay, Jason, we're back. Name change. Let's just go ahead and say it. A lot of people aren't even saying the nickname now, but I'm just going to say it because it's my podcast and I still have freedom of speech. Washington Redskins. What will the name be? Now, I'm going to go ahead and start this off. And I'm going to tell you what the name is going to be. And I'm going to tell you how come I think this is what the name is going to be. Because a lot of people have probably forgotten all about this. The name is going to be the Washington Warriors. Mark that down this day, July the 11th. It will be the Washington Warriors. Now, why would I say that? Remember the AFL, Arena Football League? Daniel Snyder had a team before the league folded called the Washington Warriors. And he has the naming rights. So here's how it's going to be rebranded. The colors is going to still be the same. And they already have the uniforms for it. The arrow on the side of the helmet. Remember when they had those throwback uniforms?
1: I mean, the, old,
0: uh, the old ones that were like Florida State uniforms was Spurrier was there. Right. And they had the arrow on the side of the helmet. The team, is, the team name is going to be the Washington Warriors. Even though that name Red Tails was trendy, and that name came from the Tuskegee Airmen, but with the social right. unrest going on, I don't think that would last long because it will end up being another issue. But I think they're going to be the Washington Warriors, based on what I just laid out. What are your thoughts on I, that?
1: I, I think that that I think that's probably going to be the most feasible one. I would have to I would have to agree with you from that standpoint because you know you know Warriors can be translated into so many things, not just with, with Native Americans, which seems to be the issue with the Washington Redskins name. And I've always joked that I said, "Well, if 2020 – if they if the if they, you couldn't get the Washington Redskins to change their name in twenty twenty, you were never going to be get to, be able to get their name changed just with everything that's going on. Even the Cleveland Indians now are considering those options as well. The Atlanta Braves have already kind of came out and you know, just kinda of, kinda of hip hop really in a way that, well, we're not gonna change the name but we're you know, we're gonna have discussions. About it because like I said we with everything that's been going on during this pandemic with the with all of the social unrest and every and everything that's been going on and of course you know the majority of the political media acting like little children as they always do when it comes to issues like this rather than just you know moving forward and having those uncomfortable conversations and well, I, we could get into Deshaun Jackson and what Julian Edelman had to say about his comments momentarily, and I could tell you why I think that the, you know that's at least the right olive branch to go with. But to finish up with the Washington Redskins, it was bound to happen, and especially this, this is what this is what's triggered all of us. When FedEx, and Nike, when PepsiCo, and companies like Amazon are now going and not just pulling money you know, out of your coffers, but also pulling merchandise which could translate the money into your coffers, that's gonna get your that's gonna get attention more than anything. But there's also something else to maybe to maybe watch for in the near future that Daniel Snyder may have just been waiting for this to build up to a critical mass to the point of changing their name and then going back to the NFL Following litigation and maybe getting a little bit of bank off of that, that could be possible. I'm not saying it's going to going to happen, but it could be full, full, fully possible and an avenue that he may exercise later. But yeah, the Washington Warriors, the Washington Red Tails, I think would probably be the two the two names that will probably most likely be the name change. But my favorite one would have been DC United. My ass, I think that would have been more fitting for the Washington area, you know, because you want, to, you,
0: you want to make a name
1: for, you know, what makes sense around that community. And D.C. United by Ass, I think, would have
0: been a very fitting name. Well, NFL. well now that you say that, they also could go with a theme of the other sports teams in the area because you have the Washington Capitals. I believe that's mm-hmm. the hockey team. You have the Washington Nationals, which is the baseball team. But if you went with this name for them, then you would probably have to rebrand and recolor everything. How about the Washington Federals? See the theme of that going on? You have the Capitals, you have the Nationals, the Federals. And then they can move back into Washington, D.C. on that federal ground.
1: But I'll give you one better. How about the Washington Sentinels and bring
0: uh, Shane Falco into the mix as quarterback again?
1: Had you, remember, you remember that movie, right?
0: The right. Yeah, the Replacements. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, the Washington. they were the Washington and Knowles and Shane Falco was the quarterback. And they had the uh, chain-smoking gambler that was the kicker.
0: Right. There could be another
1: option.
0: Right. So, there are options. I mean, so, it, it just remains to be seen, but like you say, I, I believe it's going to be one of the other the red tails or the Warriors, and most likely I'll go on record and say at least 85, 80 to 85% will be looking at the Washington Warriors as soon as first game of the season. <laughs> what you think about that? Uh, I, I, think
1: that it's, I think that it's feasible. I think, you yeah, Washington Warriors – said it's a name that's you know, it transcends to a lot of things. You already have the Golden State Warriors, which nobody has a problem with. So, Washington Warriors, uh, yeah. I think that's probably you know, probably the best choice. I think you're right on that. It's probably the best option and the
0: most likely option. Well, Jason, I wanna say it has been enjoyable catching up with you and even talking about some old times. And you know since we brought Paul Savage up Different, about to have him on that podcast. It'll probably go about a good hour long. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, he'll probably he'll probably talk most of the time too. You
0: know? Yeah, I'll just sit back and say, "Hey, you can have it. It's all yeah, yours." Just, yeah,
1: just, yeah, Just sit, just 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 sit back and record because you you probably won't have to do that much work
0: day. Exactly, and uh, I know there were some topics we wanted to get into, like Julian Edelman and uh Deshaun Jackson. But you know what? We'll have this conversation another time. Those conversations will probably still be fresh. We'll talk about it the next time. But in the meantime, I want to say thank you for helping my podcast be what it is because it's people like you and my other guests that makes this podcast go. I want to thank you for joining me, and we'll have to do this again. Ladies and gentlemen, Jason Marks, and I have to say this because I believe he's going to get back into the podcast game. So I'm going to say it like this. Be on the lookout for On The Mark Sports in a neighborhood close to you. Jason, thank you. Hey, enjoy it, Anthony, man.
1: Anytime.
0: All right. Jason Marks was my guest today on A-Train Sports Talk podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, take care of yourself and each other. God bless.